Kingdom Revelations is a podcast of Royal Identity Ministries. Founder and director Luke Niebergall has addressed the body of Christ around the world through corporate gatherings of believers. Luke serves the body of Christ as a prophetic voice by developing healthy prophetic cultures where God can move and speak. Welcome to Kingdom Revelations. few years ago, I had a real unique experience. And what was happening is I was walking downstairs in my basement and I was interceding and I was just praying for the move of God that I believe that God is releasing on the earth today. And as I was doing that, all of a sudden I had this vision in my mind's eye and I was standing in this room in heaven that looked like a wine cellar. And it was interesting because there were all these different racks of wine throughout this room and all these different bottles. As I was looking at these different bottles of wine, I asked Holy Spirit what they were. And what he said to me was he said, Luke, these are all of the different types of new wine that I poured out over the church throughout the entire course of history. Like these were all of the different anointings that God had released historically. I would walk up to a bottle and I, I could smell and taste what the anointing smelt and tasted like in the Azusa Street revivals. And I could smell and taste what the anointing smelt and tasted like in the Great Awakening in the 1800s. So for about 15 or 20 minutes, I was just going around and just feasting upon what the Lord had done. And once this vision was done, I was just in my basement and I was standing and I was like, wow, that was a profound encounter. And as I was standing there, I looked down at my coffee and I I had an extra large double-double coffee from Tim Hortons and I went to take a drink of it. And as the cup approached my mouth, I smelt it and it didn't smell like coffee. So I, I took my lid off and I looked inside and I saw that my coffee was actually a dark red. And it was crazy because Jesus actually turned my coffee into wine through this vision. Now, that's really wild. And, you know, a lot of us, we get really uncomfortable when God releases signs and wonders. But the reason why we get uncomfortable with them is because we don't understand the importance of them. And a lot of the times we don't understand the purpose of them. You know, so if you look at like a sign in the natural, what does a sign in the natural do? It, it points to something. And it's the same with a, with a sign in the supernatural in the spirit. When God releases a sign or a wonder, what it does is it points to something. First of all, it points to Jesus. But second of all, it points to a truth that God is declaring. So when I experienced this sign and wonder of Jesus turning my coffee into wine, it wasn't for no reason. God was saying something. And what he was saying is he was saying that he is releasing a new wine over the earth that has never been seen before. And it's a new anointing that the church is called to walk in in this day. And now that's exciting for me because, you know, I know what the Bible says. I know that it says that the, that the latter will be greater than the former. And I know that God poured out in the Azusa Street Revival times. I know that God poured out in the Great Awakening. I know that he poured out in the movement with the Desert Fathers. You know, but what God is pouring out today, I believe that it's greater. I'm not disregarding what happened. I love what happened, but I believe that God is doing big things today. And I believe that God is calling the church right now to allow hunger to stir inside of us so that we can actually step into these greater things of God that he's releasing on the earth today. You know, we need to violently lay claim of the kingdom. I was walking around Walmart with one of my friends. He was a young man that I was mentoring. He was about 15 at the time. And we were walking throughout Walmart and I was sharing stories with him about healing that I had seen. And I shared with him a few stories and all of a sudden this fire started to stir inside of him and he stopped me and he said, Luke, he said, I love your stories, but I want some stories of my own. 
And it was amazing to me because it was just hunger stirring out of him. Like he, he wasn't satisfied with someone else's story. He wanted his own. So I said to him, I said, well, let's get you some stories right now then. We were walking past an aisle in the Walmart and it was the makeup aisle. And I looked down and when I looked down, I saw two women standing in there. And right when I looked at them, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge that one of the women had problems in their left ankle. So we walked over to these two women and I, I said hi to them. I was like, hey, you know, this might be really strange, but do either of you guys get pain in your body? The first woman said no. I looked at the younger woman. She said no. But since I stepped out in faith, the Lord gave me a little bit more. So I said to the younger woman, I said, are you sure that you didn't hurt your left ankle dancing two weeks ago? And all of a sudden her jaw just drops and she's like, how did you know that? And I was like, well, you know, I'm a Christian and God speaks today and he showed me that about you. And then I said to her, I said, now, if you let my friend here pray for you, you're going to get healed. And then his jaw dropped. So what he did is he got down on his knees. He'd never really prayed for someone to be healed before, but got down on his knees in this, in this Walmart, laid hands on her ankle, prayed a real simple prayer. And all of a sudden she moved her ankle and her ankle got completely healed. You know, so we just walked throughout this Walmart and we were praying for people, giving words of knowledge. And, you know, like we, we saw a few ankles healed, a few knees, a few backs. We prayed for a woman who had cancer. Like I would say we saw 18 miracles in this Walmart. Like it was full-blown revival in Walmart that night. You know, but it all started with a young guy that was just hungry. And he's like, you know what? I, I need some stories of my own. I know that revival is not just for Luke. I know that it's not just for my pastor. Revival is for me, and we need to just like tenaciously get a hold of that hunger so that we can walk out these things. For years, there's been a pulpit and pew separation in the church where it's like the people in leadership, the people holding the microphone, we expect them to do the stuff and we just sit and observe. But I feel like God is like taking the hammer of the Lord and he's shattering that pulpit and pew separation and he's, he's like, be involved with the kingdom. Be involved in revival. It's not just for some, it's for all of you. You know, the move of God that God is releasing on the earth, it, it involves everyone. You know, the move of God that's being released, it trumps denominations, it trumps race, it trumps gender, it trumps age. When Moses stepped into his calling to lead a nation, he was 80 years old. King Josiah, when he became the king of Israel, he was eight years old. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. If you're alive in this time period, God has called you to release revival in your spheres of influence. God has called you to bring change. Jesus, I just pray right now, God, that you just continue to stir this hunger inside of people's hearts, God. And even right now, God, just as I'm speaking and recording, God, I just feel your presence. And God, I just feel passion stirring inside of my heart for a move of God on the earth. So Jesus, I just pray, God, for everyone who's listening right now, God, and I pray that you stir this same passion. God, I pray that there will be an impartation from heaven right now, God, that will just sink right into people's bodies, souls, and spirits in Jesus' name now. So God, just pour pour out over them. God, I pray for revival fire to fall, Jesus. God, we just repent for the times that we've been complacent, when we've settled for less, when we thought that others were called and we were not, Jesus, and we just step into alignment, God, and we just say, we just say that we are called, God. We are called by you, Jesus. And God, I pray that you give us the faith to step out, God, in our spheres of influence, Jesus, so that we can see a move on the earth, God, just as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name.